0: This is Terminal Talk, the audio journal for the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad. Welcome, and thank you for listening. My name is Tom Conboy, and I will be discussing the experience of building an HO Model Railroad, as well as other Model Railroad and railroad-related topics. This is episode number 11. In this episode of the podcast, I will be discussing modeling what you cannot model. Modeling what you cannot model sounds like an oxymoron, but let me explain what I mean. Most of us, if not all of us, are not able to model everything that interests us. Either time, space, or money limits being able to model everything that we'd like to include on a model railroad. So how do you model a building that maybe doesn't fit on your layout But it's something that you find interesting. That's what I want to talk about today. As I was going through my inventory of model railroad supplies and structures, I noticed a couple of building kits that I bought back in the mid-90s that I really found interesting. I just haven't wanted to get rid of them. I've given thought of maybe selling them on eBay or taking them to a train show and seeing if somebody would be interested in purchasing them there. But I really like the kits. I, I really don't want to get rid of them. The only problem is is I don't have room for them on the current layout I'm building. I originally purchased them for a layout that's long gone and of course with everything I'm going through right now I just don't have time to build a big layout to include those structures that I bought so many years ago. So what do I do with them? Well that's where the modeling what you cannot model comes into play. I decided why not build a diorama or maybe even a micro layout. Something that can sit on a Coffee table or sit on a bookcase that doesn't take up much room but allows me the opportunity and the joy of being able to actually build something. I thought about that some more and I thought you know it sounds like a good idea. I know I'm not the first one to come up with that idea and I know I've heard it before but I just had never given it much thought until after I recently built my first diorama and found that it was a lot of fun and I've received several positive comments about it and it didn't take me that long. And I thought, you know, maybe I don't need to get rid of those kits. Maybe what I can do is build a diorama. And that got me pretty excited, so I went ahead and dug out one of those old plastic kits I had. It's uh I think it's the Golden Valley uh Canning from Walthers. It came out I guess back in the mid-90s. And so I've got that out and actually had to take some of it apart. And that that time in my modeling life, buildings to me were just, you know, I wanted to run trains and I just I just kind of slapped it together and really didn't give much thought to painting it or even really being all that careful with the gluing and all so uh, I carefully disassembled what I had already built and I'm going to go ahead and and rebuild it and this time I'm going to do it right you know I found that that was something that was uh, very satisfying Uh, I, I have a new interest in it even though it won't work on what I'm building right now I thought, well, you know what, I may build this as a, a small micro layout, something that I can actually uh, run a small engine on and maybe just switch out a car and maybe have a simulated mainline and have a spur track that goes to the canning company and, and just detail it out, have it small enough that it would fit on a, a bookshelf, it won't take up much room, can put it on a shelf in a closet when it needs to be put out of the way. And, and I have several kits that I could do that with. I started thinking about that. I thought, that's a real good idea. I think I'm going to start doing that. Okay, let's say that you've been building dioramas now for a while, and, and now those dioramas are beginning to clutter up your room. Uh, maybe your your spouse is getting a little aggravated that you have all these things laying around and uh, no place to really put them up and display them. Well, there are things you can do when you start to accumulate a lot of dioramas. The first thing you can do is open yourself up an eBay account or any online auction site and put them up for sale. Uh, i visited eBay several times as an example, and and there are several dioramas out there that uh, are, are very high quality. Uh, they're also very expensive, but that's the idea. If you if you can do a diorama real well, you could sell it and take that money and, and use that to reinvest it back into your hobby. Maybe you got a DCC system that you want to buy. There's a great way to pay for it. There is a market out there. It's not a huge market. I mean, you're not going to turn around and become a millionaire doing that. But if you're good at the work you do, there is an opportunity out there. People do buy them. After all, some people like to display them in their business offices and other places or even just in their own living rooms or rec rooms to share with others. Another option you can do is take some of those dioramas that you built and uh, go to your local train show. Many, if not all, train shows will allow you to come and display your work. Most of the time, you can display a layout for free. That's an excellent way to share If you plan on selling them at a train show, of course, you will have to purchase a seller's table to be able to do that. But again, the opportunity to be able to take it to a train show to have people see it and even get a chance to sell maybe one or two of them and then use that money to go to another table to buy something. So so there is some flexibility. You can also give them away to friends that would be interested in them as either as a birthday present or a Christmas present or whatever the case may be. Another option is to build a micro layout. A micro layout is is really an operating diorama. It's a standalone, small layout that operates. That's another way to model what you cannot model. Something that you can even plan to maybe drop into a a bigger layout in the future. Now, I'm not necessarily talking about modular there either. I'm just talking about building a scene and building it in such a way that you could actually incorporate it into new bench work uh, when you're building a future layout. You know, who knows? You may not ever get around to building that future layout, but you'll at least have had the chance to build that structure kit or that scene that you wanted to build. And that's why I want to encourage you, if you're limited on space, limited on time, limited on funds, but want to build something, why not give a diorama or a micro layout consideration? This podcast is hosted for free by podbean.com. Time now for layout update. The Rural Grain Dealers layout is now under construction. I've decided to go with the plywood base instead of a foam base. The foam base was nice. I even uh, put something together. But I'm just afraid of durability with uh, frequent moves and uh, just not sure it will hold up as well as the plywood. So I'm going to stick with the plywood. And even though the plywood's going to be a lot heavier, it shouldn't be a problem for me moving it around. So I'm going to stick with that for durability. I did order... Two uh, switches that I needed for the rural grain dealers layout. They're code 83 Walther's turnouts. They're made by Shinohara. They're DCC friendly and they look really nice, so I'm looking forward to using those on the layout. I am going to hand lay the rest of the track in code 83 as well. So hopefully, sometime between now and through the Christmas holiday, I hope to lay track and maybe even put some scenery details. I still need to finish the grain elevator and the Reagan feed mill kit. Hopefully, maybe by next spring, maybe by the beginning of next summer, I'll have the rural grain dealers layout ready to go. And maybe, just maybe, I might be able to take it to a local train show. I've also been building some dioramas and working on some other projects. And I found that right now... My interest has been on building. I've tried my hand now at scratch building. I'm currently building a model of a chicken coop that resides on our property. My wife, she raises chickens, and I decided to go ahead and use the dimensions from that chicken coop, put some little features like the boxes that the chickens nest in inside of it, and this is actually the first scratch building project I've ever undertaken. So I'm using uh, clabbered siding from northeastern scale lumber and just using some strip wood. Putting that together, and so far I have the uh, walls up, I need to uh, put the cardstock roof on, uh, finish some other little details, and uh, do a final coat of paint on it, and it should be ready to go. You'll find updates on the scratch building project on the OT Model Railroad blog page. Be sure to visit for current updates for all projects and layout updates. I'd like to give you an update on the podcast. I was hoping to have this show out in early October, I had sat down and recorded the first part of this back in October. My schedule became very busy, and I'm just now getting the chance here in mid-November to sit down and actually finish it. So this will be a short podcast, but I want to take the time now to find out whether or not you, the listener, uh, would like this podcast to continue. There are many, many Model Railroad podcasts out there, and I enjoy all of them, and uh, I have some that I like more than others, but I get something out of every one that I listen to. And I hope that's the case with my podcast. I hope you, the listener, do get something out of it. Uh, I know my podcast, I'm really just sharing my experiences of building a railroad. I don't do interviews with other model railroaders and bring other things in. I do like to share new information and tips and and websites with the listeners. But uh, I really need to know whether or not you, the listener, would like to continue On my iTunes page, I have noticed that uh, I've had a lot of downloads, but again, I don't know how many of you are regular listeners. And I'd like to hear from you. If you would go to the Podbean page that hosts this podcast and just leave the comment, continue the podcast, uh, that's all I need to know that you would like that to continue. If I have several people that are interested in the podcast continuing, I will make every effort to become more regular with the shows and try to get back to a monthly format. If I only have a few listeners, that's okay too. I, I don't mind that. I don't mind sharing with others, as long as I'm not just talking to myself. And if you want to just have two or three people that are interested in it, I will continue it. It may not be as frequent. It may be every month or two before I can put an episode out. But I'll continue to do that and continue to take the time. It does take time to put these together. It does take time to produce them and then to download them and then to put them out. So I want to know from you, the listener, whether or not you would like it to continue. So please take time to make a comment. If you access this show through iTunes and you don't go to my Podbean page, just go to my iTunes page and uh, leave a comment there that you would like the podcast to continue. Looking forward to hearing from you. Thank you. Building a diorama or building a small operating layout are great ways to be able to model what you cannot model. Maybe you have a big layout. Maybe there's something that's in a different era that doesn't fit your current model railroad that you'd like to build. Maybe a structure kit. Go ahead and buy it. Go ahead and build it. Put it on a diorama. Take that and display it. Share it. Maybe even sell it. These are all great ways to be able to hone your model railroad skills and be able to enjoy the hobby to its fullest. This concludes this episode of the podcast. Be sure to check back next time when I will be discussing more of what's going on with the Owensville Terminal Model Railroad. Thanks for listening. Royalty Free Music for Terminal Talk has been provided by... Kevin MacLeod at www.incompetech.com.